You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, it's Tuesday podcast. Not sure what's going on today other than the World Series. And so we bring to you other stories. His name is Al Dukes. I present to you... A Nobel Peace Prize winner. Al, how are you? Thank you, Jerry. I appreciate you recognizing my Nobel Peace Prize winning. (laughs) A lot of people don't bring that up. You're very welcome, sir. They're jealous. You're not the (laughs) jealous type. So you see somebody who's won a Nobel Peace Prize, you will give proper props. Thank you. I see greatness. Congratulations. Thank you for that. Near the end of the program today, we took a call from a young 14-year-old boy named... uh, Jeffrey, he calls himself WFA and the Kid. He hosts like a three-minute podcast that he puts up on uh, all your podcast platforms. And uh, they were asking him about uh, does he kiss girls and things like this. And uh, then they were asking me when, if I remember my very first kiss. And I don't remember like a makeout session kiss. Do you remember? Do you remember that stuff? No. Yeah, me neither. I don't. That's a great question. I do not. Yeah, I do remember when I was. At this house I lived in until I was nine, so I was younger than nine, the girl two doors down, she used to chase me around to try to kiss me. Her name was Susie. <laughs> Everyone had a Susie, right? <laughs> yeah, her name was actually Susie, and she would chase me around to try to kiss me. And that was the girl who used to, uh, we used to sit on the top of her um, uh, Volkswagen. Her parents had a red Volkswagen, and she would tell me dirty stories. Really? Was she older yeah. than you? I hope. No. Oh, God. She was younger she was, than you. Uh, maybe by a year, but we were like the same age. Oh, okay. I got you. So she was she was the naughty Susie. She was naughty Susie, yeah. She used to tell me, like she would make up these stories about people showering together and things. Where's Susie crazy. today? <laughs> you find her on Facebook. <laughs> See what old Susie's up to. <laughs> Susie is the executive producer at Brazzers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about that? I wonder if Susie remembers that. Uh, I'm sure she does. I mean, you're you a think big she star. remembers tell, telling me dirty stories? Star. Yes, of course she does. Wow. Sure. Why? Why wouldn't she? Hmm. Imagine my embarrassment though if I like right there. Hi, Susie. Uh, it's Albert, your next door neighbor from uh, you know 1976. Do you remember telling me dirty stories about people showering together and things? Yeah, she used to just we would sit up there on the top of her. Uh, Volkswagen Beetle. Is that how you were? Is that how you went by by Albert when you were a kid? Yeah, really. Albert. Mm-hmm. Anybody ever call you Fat Albert? Uh, no, because luckily I was never uh, fat. No, no, I, I didn't say you were, but just because of the show and no, they used to do put up your Dukes because that was a saying back like in the seventies sure. to fight somebody. You would say put up your Dukes. That I was all, that was the only thing. <laughs> I must run. <laughs> 
I've got some dirty stories to hear about people <laughs> showering together. That sounds tremendous, by the way. Yeah, I remember like looking forward to the stories. I'm sure you did. <laughs> and yet you still waited till you were 20. And I wouldn't let her kiss me. What was wrong with you? I don't know. Well, I was young. No one wants to be kissed by a girl when they're How young. old were you? I was younger than nine because we moved from that house when she I was She was nine. telling you those stories when you were like eight years old? Yeah. Oh, good Lord. Seven or eight years old. Yeah, she must have been, you know, had an advanced mind. Wow. I would say yeah. so. Once again. Like, where, did, where did she get that from? Um, Probably stuff inside the house. Really? Yeah. So her parents maybe were. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of people that very are very open. Loose with their lips, if you will, and they say yeah. a lot of stuff, you know, in front of the kids. So that wouldn't surprise me. Maybe she was watching shows she shouldn't have been watching on television. Uh, it's possible. Yeah, it's very possible. Like my parents wouldn't let me watch soap. The what TV the show hell was soap? soap. I don't know that. Soap was like one of the very first um, uh, uh, sitcoms. It was an adult sitcom. Billy Crystal. He was very young, and he played a gay character, which was not. On, which was very unheard of on television hmm. at the time. I don't know. So I think that my show. parents thought that was too advanced for me. A little risque for you, huh? So we were not allowed to watch soap. Got it. After we watched one day at a time in Alice, then it was out because then soap was coming on nine thirty. When and um, what do you call it? Was um, at that point was different strokes and facts of life in the rotation or yeah. not yet? No, I think they were in the rotation. Yeah, got it. Okay, or maybe just a couple years later. All I saw right. a bar stool asking about the best theme song of all time. To me, Different Strokes had a great theme song. Do, 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 do. I don't do, I can I, I got facts in life in my head right now. Yeah. You that's a great bed, one you too. Take the bed, take them on there, you have the facts of life. Facts of life. What was different strokes? Just give me the first like line. Now the world don't move to the, the beat of just one, one drum. drum. Right. That's what got it. might be right for you may not, not be, be right, right for some. some. Yeah, a man right. is born, he's They're all a man, dead, aren't they? Um, like Mr. Drummond has to be. Mr. Drummond probably is dead. And the maid, which I'm blanking out on her name right Adele. Now. Well, they had two different maids. They had Mrs. Garrett and then Adelaide or something was her. Right. It was and the they other were one. both elderly. Elderly. So they've got to be moved. They've got to have passed on. Yeah. The daughter tragically died young, right? Right. And so did Todd Bridges, didn't he? I think so. Gary Coleman might be the only one that's still no, alive. I think he's passed as well. You're kidding me. No, I think so. Uh, maybe Todd Bridges is the one who's still alive then. Yeah. I'm going to Google this really, really quickly, sad. Jerry. For such a good show, Todd Bridges. Let's see. He might still you be alive. You look him up. I'll look up uh, Arnold. Todd Bridges is still alive. He's 55. Okay. All right. So he's he, remember, he had a troubled life. I have yeah. not heard about him in a long time, so he must have... Settle down. I hope so, because you hate to see, yeah, Gary Coleman passed away. Yeah. Oh, how terrible. Now the world don't move. He died in 2010. The... Wow, like 10 years already. 42 years old. Wow. Isn't that terrible? Yes, very terrible. Okay, this has gotten depressing. All right, well, let's move into something else. Um, I see Guitar Center says that they may be uh, filing for bankruptcy. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean they're closing. could be a reshuffling of debts, but that's not a good sign. Yeah, they have. It looks like a lot of debts, what I was reading. Um, but here's the weird thing. Like when coronavirus hit, because I, I, I like to, you know, wander around Guitar Center. They were uh, doing they have well. A, they were doing well. They have like a piano section, you know, they have all these different sections. But after coronavirus, when they opened back up, if you wanted to fiddle around with an instrument, you had to ask. Right, right, right. And then I think they would like watch you or whatever, which for someone like me who's very much an amateur player, 
um, I, I have a hard time playing in front of other people. You can't perform in front of other yeah, people? Yeah, so I wouldn't want to like ask to play one of the pianos and then be you know, hitting sour notes and things like that. So I think that may have chased some people away. So you think because going. people couldn't technically test drive the yeah. instrument or whatever it was that you wanted to take a look at, they probably yeah. didn't get the purchases they might otherwise I think so. have. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling. That's interesting. I do also like seeing like what people play in the guitar section right. when they're fiddling around. Maybe like, they had too many people like you just going in to watch the amateurs <laughs> try out the instrument. Like I said, you gonna buy anything or no, get out? I just I, he's a really good player. I just like to watch. Then get out. Concerts sir. have been canceled, so if you don't mind, I'm gonna keep watching this. Yeah, I'm gonna watch this guy play Iron Man. <laughs> Paranoid. That would be tremendous. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that's. I figured that one would get you because I knew you liked that store. Yes, I do. I do like guitars, and it's the only place you can really go. Like, you can buy everything on Amazon, but you can't play around with musical instruments on Amazon. Right. No doubt. You know, no doubt. Stinks. I hope they stick I hope they stick around. I got to tell you, I'm looking at CBS Sports Network right now. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what in the hell is on. I don't know if it's team swimming. Oh, interesting. It is. It's team swimming. And like... Like relay races? I guess because they all have uniforms. Yeah, here comes the two the women's two hundred meter butterfly. It's the iron against the predators. Mm. So how In weird the butterfly. So there's like swimming leagues? I guess so. Wow. Swimming competitions. They probably thought during coronavirus we're gonna when all these pro sports teams went down and the leagues went down, swimming teams swimming. CBS probably was in a battle with NBC to get it on their it's sports. The ISL. Now I have the MNCL, how do I get CBS Sports Network to televise my cornhole league? Oh, that'd be awesome. I'm sure, you know, you know, you just got to uh, make sure they pay the right rights fees. Right. We're really cheap. Get it done. Yeah, very cheap. They have the New I'd York, like to, the New York if, Breakers right now are swimming in a lead. If you get your cornhole league on CBS Sports Network, I would like to be considered as a broadcaster. Oh, of course. Now you on. Now you'll come by. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're funny. That's right. I'm serious. Like, they got to come by and then we got to film. Right. Man, oh man, we got the A league. Uh, the uh, A league. These players are damn good, man. Yeah, let's go. Oh yeah, I see Wolfgang Van Halen, Eddie Van Halen's son. He had to uh, take to his social media to say that the rumors that he's hearing are hurting his family. What rumors? There were rumors. Although I'm not sure why this would hurt his family, but if they, if he says they are, then they are. There were rumors that there was a Van Halen. A tour that was going to get underway with Wolfgang Van Halen taking over for Eddie Van Halen. Why would that bring, hurt the family? Bringing Michael Anthony back and having Sammy Hagar on vocals. I guess because they're saying that on his deathbed that Eddie Van Halen told his son to uh, continue with the band and oh. he plays guitar. And, and I guess was... that did not happen. Oh. And that's hurtful to the family. Oh, okay. It would have been cool, though. Yeah, I would go see that. So would I. Absolutely, I'd go see that. Wolfgang I, Van Halen. I was watching the other night on, I figure, I don't think it was Access. It might have been. I don't know. might have been a different channel. I was watching Sammy Hagar's show where he you oh, know, yeah. he interviews other musical people. Yes. And he interviewed Pat Monahan From the Train. Thing, yeah, and the thing that really stuck out was, and I guess this is probably like this for a lot of entertainers, is the insecurity these guys have. Yeah. Like Pat Monahan has made a fortune, and yet he feels like every time he writes a song, 
that he's deathly afraid it's going to be a failure. Yeah. Who cares? Just keep right. writing them. The right, Beatles, as we've talked hits. about, have a thousand crummy songs. Right. You got to get through the bad ones to find the good ones. Like, it was really interesting. And he seems just like, I feel like Pat Monahan was in here, right? Wasn't he with Craig? Yes, a couple times. I feel like he was a very normal guy. Yes. And very nice. Very easy to root for. And it was an interesting, they did the interview on his boat uh, in the lake. I forget. I don't know where they were, but it was very cool. And it was an interesting way for them to have a very casual chat on camera. Yeah. And it just struck me as a guy that you'd never think he had the success he's had. Right. I'm looking at their greatest hits. Meet Virginia. Drops of Jupiter. He said Drops of Jupiter is the one that changed their lives. He said uh, yes. And then I heard him say about, uh, what was the other one? Hey, Soul Sister made the money. That's another big one. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Calling all angels. When I look to the sky, if it's love... 50 Ways to Say Goodbye, Drive By, lots of hits. Those yeah. guys are great in concert, too, by the way. I've, I've never seen them, are they? Yeah. Very good. Yeah, so I play a lot of cool covers. Very interesting. Just because you mentioned Sammy Hagar made me think Yeah, of I it. love Sammy Hagar. Very interesting, though. It's a, it's a good watch. It really is to see you know, how all these people go through everyday life like everybody yeah. else. They just happen to have a little bit more money, and they do something that's really cool. Right. So. When I, oh yeah, I'd love to have one one hit. I feel like I have one hit Beat in me, Beat Tom Jerry. Brady. Well, there it is. You're right. <laughs> and now all the insecurities I go through every time I write a song. You jumped the shark not... in 2011. <laughs> <laughs> Before that. <laughs> By the way, what you were the one. So this was actually very funny. So I was with a couple of friends briefly over the weekend. And so someone was asking for directions to the game. And there were probably, there are like eight or nine people there. I was telling you about this, you know, around the outside by the fire or whatever. Yeah. And one of the guys said, well, it depends on how you go. They say, if you take Route 34, it's going to say blah, blah, blah. If you go this way, he goes, you know, unfortunately, we all just can't go as the crow flies because it's only like seven miles. I said, whoa, stop. I said, I got to, did everybody just hear what he said? Very interesting. There were nine oh, people the there. Flies. There were nine people there. Six knew it. Three. I know you didn't. I know you never heard that before because you said that a couple weeks ago. Six did. Three didn't. I find it amazing how certain phrases that certain people grow up with in their family or people around them that they are so common to them and yet other people have never heard those terms. Right. The same way I'm sure I never heard terms that were said in your house. Correct. Like, I, I remember when you, when you said that a few weeks ago, you, you didn't know what the hell it meant. I'm like, how do you know what that meant? Like, I've been, my, my family's been saying that for years and, you know, people I talk to. And then I heard there were three out of nine that never knew what that, didn't know what the hell he was talking about. So that just means like how close it is if you were able to fly instead of take streets. That's if you take a straight line, point A to point B, uh-huh. the way the crow flies, it's going to take a direct mm-hmm. line right to it. Oh, I wish I were a crow. Which, if, So, like, for instance, if you want to go to Long Island from where you live, the crow is going to fly f- f- over the ocean, right? Right over, over the, the ocean. Over the water. It's not far. But right. in the car, we got to go up the parkway and go all around and up to the – and it takes forever. Right. So that's, that's what the phrase means. But, yeah, I was, I was like, look at this. Three people didn't know what it was. Mm. I was surprised. How the crow flies. Yes. How the, as the crow on flies. the post game as the crow flies. Yes, flies. so there you go. All right, well, I like that, Jerry. Let's end on that. 
uh, how well, did you say how or as the crow? Either way, how the crow flies, as, as the, the crow flies. I like as the crow flies. There you go. Uh, the warm-up program is next. That was a terrific one today. We will be back tomorrow on a Wednesday. Sue! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. No guests. No calls. And no real content. All right, what do you say we do this on a Tuesday morning? It's the warm-up show until 6. Boomer and Geo then down the Jersey Shore. His name is Al Dukes. What's up, Al? Oh, oh. <coughs> sorry, Jerry, my <clears> throat. Um, I ran into a possum this morning when I was walking the dog. Have you seen possums, Jerry? Do you have yes. them in your neighborhood? Yeah. Very scary faces uh, or creepy faces on the possum. Uh, yeah, not great. At least and I was a dog with you. I did have a dog with me, and the uh, possum did stare at us. It was a, a ways away. It did give me a look, and it did turn around and go the other way. It probably was like, if it was just the guy, I'd go right up to him and scare the crap out of him. Right. But it's a dog there, and the dog could kill me. I was wondering, Jerry, if you could rank in order the, the – I'm going to give you three sh- nighttime street animals, and you tell me which in order is the scariest. The people I run into – here in New York? Humans are not included oh, in this because okay. humans always went out because humans can kill you. These other animals probably won't kill you. I'm going to give you three animals you rank in order of the ones you least want to see on the street. Right. One, the possum. Two, the street rat. Three, raccoon. The rat's last. Raccoon's first. Possum second. I think I would go that same order. Because the rat, we've seen so many of them, whatever. They scurry. Yeah, it's whatever. At this point, even when they're big, they look like cats. <laughs> it doesn't phase me. They're um, scurriers. The other two, though? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, would be the, that would be the order. I'd say, number one, the raccoon, especially if it's coming out of a sewer. That's trouble. I've seen a raccoon walking down the, uh, walking down, not the street, walking down the uh, trees in my backyard as <laughs> it's getting dark. Yeah. I'm no, out. No, no thanks. thanks. No, yeah. I'm good. Thank you. I had a neighbor many, many years ago in a house that I we moved out when I was nine, so I had to be younger than nine. They had a pet raccoon that they kept in a cage in a tree. Well, who does that? Why? I don't know what neighborhood we were living in. My parents clearly didn't have any uh, cash back then. <laughs> Wait we a were, second. Yeah, we were living in Island, New Jersey. Okay. And our next door neighbors, they had a raccoon that they would feed. It was in a cage in their backyard in a tree. What do you feed a raccoon? I think they used to give it like fruits and vegetables. It had a better diet than you guys did. At that <laughs> yeah, point, probably. That point. <laughs> yeah, we were probably eating hamburgers every night. <laughs> I'm sure. Hamburger <laughs> Helper. Remember those? Yep. Oh, yeah. Hamburger TV Helper. Dinners. <laughs> oh, love a TV dinner. Salisbury steak style. Meantime, the raccoon was getting uh, fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Fresh fruits and veggies. <laughs> so, yeah, I saw this possum. And uh, you know what's weird? Where I saw the possum, there's a, a um, apartment complex and the way the front lawn is on a hill for this complex, that the people who live on the lower level, they're out their window is the lawn. Like, it's level with their window. Right, sure. 
and there's there's someone living there that leaves their window open, no screen, Oof. right where I saw the possum. Yeah, I don't get that. Unless I gotta let those people know. Be scared. I don't let those people know the possum's gonna go in there looking for some food one night. It's well, gonna scare them. You've that experienced scary face. it with the squirrels down the yeah. shore, so yes, that would be good of you. Yeah. And Jerry, do you say possum or opossum? Possum. Me too. Who calls it an opossum? I don't know. I kind of feel like it was called an opa opa like was people that would like say in Gothic times. I saw an opossum. Maybe Irish. <laughs> there you go. Maybe someone's <laughs> last name, Johnny Opossum. Johnny Opossum. You know the Irish kid who lived down the street, Johnny Opossum. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> Jerry, last night the uh, Rams did defeat the Bears. And that so, game was boring, man. Boring. Twenty four ten. You know what? I I actually had the Rams. And I picked it to be boring, and it was boring. <laughs> yes, it was what we thought it was. Yes, it was. Yeah, but they won. Good for them. They're five. Good and for two. them. The Bears are five and two. Away we go. We got so we got a bunch of we got some five and two teams. We got a lot of suck teams. Could We've the got NFC a couple East borrow one of those five and two teams? Yeah, oh, that'd be awesome. They'd be running away with the division right now. Let's trade the Cowboys to the NFC West. Yeah, Nick Foles threw two picks. How about like if you're the 49ers? Yeah. The 49ers are 4 and 3 in last place. You got to be looking at the <laughs> NFC East like, are you joking? Yeah, what is this crap? Doesn't seem fair. Now it's happened, not fair. It's happened in other divisions at other times and other years too, but it's just I don't yeah. know, it's goofy. Yeah, I did put the game on for a little while. I uh you know, it was visually pleasing. I like that. That's a beautiful stadium, the SoFi Stadium in uh, Los Angeles. You know what it'll be even nicer? What's that? When there's people there. <laughs> oh, people being able to go in. Yeah. It is, it is gorgeous, though. I mean, it is yeah. some structure to see. So beautiful. I, so gorgeous. So pretty. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's um, a lovely stadium. Remember when Cowboy Stadium was first built? We thought yes. it was like the, uh, the, the stadium of the future. And now it's still gorgeous. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But some of these other ones, even the one in Vegas for the yep. Raiders, looks awesome. I say we tear down the Cowboy Stadium. Let's start Let's fresh. Get a brand new no, one. No, Jerry Jones, know. this is embarrassing for him not having the best stadium in no. the NFL. What's embarrassing is having two wins after seven weeks. That's what's that, embarrassing. That could also be embarrassing. And I love their stadium. I think their stadium is tremendous. Even the, remember the Cardinal Stadium when that thing first came out? Like, hey, we have a rolling, oh, yeah. we have a rolling field. <laughs> we we roll our field right in. We take it outside for sunlight. We bring it inside yeah. and we water it. I was like, that's cool. <laughs> You never hear about that anymore. No, I I don't know. Do other teams do it? I've no. I guess there's so many no. turf fields. The last we even heard of the Cardinals doing it was the the last Super Bowl that was there, which is a while ago now, isn't it? I mean, it's what, we watered this ago, six years ago. We water this lawn and then we roll it right in right before game time. Right, it's still moist. They, wow, they make it seem like it's just like this tray of ice cubes that you yeah. put in and out of the freezer. Mm-hmm. Like meantime, it's a hundred yards long. It's fifty <laughs> yards wide. Wait, how do they? Where are they putting it in the parking lot before the game? I think so. Yeah, hmm. I believe so. They, you know, they it basically takes four guys, one guy in each corner, <laughs> <laughs> and they just put. They have to pull it, pull, pull it tight. There's some wrinkles. Right. There's some wrinkles near the forty yard line. <laughs> pull it tighter. <laughs> we need it tighter. That's right funny. Be- while the theme music was playing, the ding I was quickly putting in a bet on the Chiefs for this week because it's down to 19 and a half points. So you think it's going to go back up? You don't think the Jets are going to get this to a respectable no. number like, let's say, 12? <laughs> no, like to me, three touch. that's less than three touchdowns. That's true. That's, that's reasonable. More than three touchdowns seems a little like the Chiefs will let their foot off the gas and put in Chad Henne or something at quarterback. I agree. I feel like this could be like 31-7. Yeah. Yeah, that seems reasonable. And that doesn't even seem like a blowout. <laughs> no, 
No, it, the J- Jets Chiefs 31-7, not a blowout. I agree. 38 <laughs> nothing would feel like a blowout. Yes. 31-7, Jets did well. Yeah. Like, listen, they hung in there. It was never out of reach. Well, there's some expectations we have, aren't they? But they're saying like a lot of a lot of uh, people in Vegas are putting some cash on the Jets. Some people for a straight up win. Yeah, who that are these co- stupid people? Who are these people? Like, even if you told me the game was at MetLife Stadium, yeah, I, I mean, still I wouldn't do it. But you're going to tell me the Jets are going to go to Kansas City. And yeah. they're going to actually have a chance to win this game? Come now, on, if I stop. told you, Jerry, I'm going to do it right now on an app. I'm not going to tell you which app because I don't endorse these apps, mainly because they don't pay me. Uh, <laughs> if I were to take the Jets, Jerry, and I bet $100 on the Jets to straight up win this ball game, $100, what do you think that would pay me out? I, I I'm taking a straight up um, Jet victory. I don't even 800? need... Thirteen hundred. Thirteen hundred. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, let me, enjoy. Enjoy. Let me hold when, on. Let when me you're quickly done, make sure I delete this. If, I was going to say when you're done, <laughs> if you don't mind putting a candle to another hundred dollar bill. <laughs> Ooh, I got out of that. I didn't. I wouldn't want to accidentally hit place my bet. That to me is like that's the argument. Or the oh yeah, it's the argument I used to have with Evan all the time, and I guess JJ too at one point when he filled in one day on the morning show. I said I find you guys comical when you're like, hey, this is a good value bet. Yeah, but it has no chance to win. Right. That's like sitting there saying, you know, I'm going to pick the Mets to win the World Series when they're 35 games out of first place in July. Right, because if it hits. Great value if I hit. Gambling problem. I'm a loser. But (laughs) it's not going to hit. I mean, okay, fine. The St. Louis Blues did it one year. Great. You could pick every team that is far out of first place midseason and get great odds. You know why they're great odds? Because it's not going to happen. Right. So... That's one. I mean, you take your hundred bucks and enjoy it. No, I'm not, I did not. I made sure I backed right out of that, Jerry. Did not click submit. So you're going to take I the Chiefs not. minus the nineteen and a half. Yeah, fifty dollars. Right. I thought a hundred. Why fifty? Fifty's well, well, fine. I, I've been losing my bet, so I only have a hundred dollars left in my um, in my uh, in my in the tank there. What were you up to? Four hundred. Oh, okay. You make it sound like you lost two grand. No, no. <laughs> I'm down that's to small, small potatoes, Jerry. I'm uh, just true. dipping my feet in. That is true. And think of it this way: your yeah. hundred bucks is really two hundred because you forgot to bet the Jets this weekend, right? Which I would have been down to zero dollars. Correct. You would have been dunsky. Hey, your Dallas Cowboys. I see uh, Stephen Jones must have done his radio show. I don't know if this he was did. his radio. It was his radio show a where fan he, in Dallas. he says uh, Mike McCarthy is the right guy for the job. Yeah. He's backing him up. You know what? I, That's nice, I suppose. I have not been uh, the biggest fan of what you know some of the decisions he's made in game so far this year. Yeah, but I will say the fact that these guys have not played very hard. At least it has not appeared that way on the field. I don't put that on the coach. I don't know if they're prepared or not. I can't tell because the team's not playing hard. Um, Mike McCarthy has a track record in this league. I cannot believe he's this bad. I just can't. So, um, you know what? Good for the Joneses. Give them some more time. We're talking seven weeks here. And, oh, by the way, seven weeks after walking into a new situation with new players in a new building with zero practices until you got to mid-August. That's true. You know, I mean, part of it for some of these teams – what are they? You know, you have no idea. So they shouldn't fire him yet. And this, how about the players play? Let's start there. That's true. A lot of these teams, like if you have a new coach, you had no practices, you had no uh, preseason games. How about Joe Judge? That's true, Joe Judge. And I think I, I, this is going to sound stupid at one and All six, right. 
but I feel like they have a clue of what they're doing. They do seem to have a clue. Where like the Jets have no clue, they do have a clue, even though the records are not but very different. Pl- right, the Giants are playing competitive games. They have a chance to win almost every week. Yes, you know I can't say that about the Cowboys. Can't say it about the Jets. You know, and Joe Judge. He's not only is he a new head coach, he's a young head coach. I feel like that whole Judge Jason Garrett Pat Graham marriage is working. Now you they like need it. to start winning games. Who they play this week? Giants or Bucks? Yeah, good luck. Oh right, the Bucks, Bucks are on fire. Where is that? Where is that game? Tampa on fire. I where think is it is. Let me uh, let me check, Jerry. The Bucks. I forgot to look at that schedule. I'm gonna look at it right now. I, I think Google it's it. In I have Tampa, but I'm not. That sure. game is in Giants Stadium. Oh, it is. MetLife, Met really? Yeah. Oh, I like that. That helps them for sure. But still, if Tom Brady's gonna play the way he played last week, good luck. Ooh, there's like a uh, when you look at how about this one. Uh, November 29th, Chiefs at Bucks. That's the Sunday after oh, Thanksgiving? baby. Yes. Is that right? I think so. Is that Sunday night football? No, it's a 425-er. Oh, what is the is. scheduled Sunday night game there? Is that where we're into flex scheduling yet? Put it on flex pay, Jerry. Like, how is that uh, not the Sunday night game? Unless that's a CBS game that's completely protected or a Fox game that's protected. Yes, that's a CBS game. I just looked. That's a great game. Sure is, Jerry. Let me see. You're saying what is the uh, Monday night, Sunday night game that week? Yes. This I'm doing this as I'm stalling. I'm sorry, Jerry. What was your question again? <laughs> you said you were curious about the Sunday night game. It would start the after Sunday 8 night Eastern. game of eleven twenty nine. Yes, is there one even listed there? Yet? Oh, there is. Uh, Bears Packers. Oh God, enough with the Bears. Boring. God, Aaron Rodgers is not boring. The Bears are boring. The Bears. You know are boring. why the Bears Always are happen. boring? I'll tell you why. Because they've never had the star quarterback. Right. You want to tell me Jim McMahon? That's fine. That's a long yes. time ago now. You look in recent memory, eh. Or know? even if, or like uh, that, those 85 Bears, they had that amazing defense that would knock your head off. Right. And they also had a quarterback that had personality. Yes. But it's a long the time ago now. The Bears have had good defenses, and they have been, for the most part, a representable good team. For the, for the most part. You know, if you look at the last 10, 12, whatever years. But they're boring. There's a dude on the Bears I was watching last night, number 96. Right. I have to see who he is. Boy, I got What do you Google say his number is? Number 96? 96. What team is he on? The Bears. He's helping you find the roster? Oh, Akeem Hicks. Right. That guy's unbelievable. They have good defensive players. Terry, this dude is six foot four, 347 pounds. That's a big dude. You know Andre the Giant was seven foot five, seven foot four, five hundred twenty-five pounds. This guy's almost as big as Andre the Giant, and he can run I mean, and sack you. Well, I mean, he's really he's two hundred pounds lighter, and he's a foot shorter. <laughs> he's really not actually almost as big as him. I know you wanted to do your little thing, but you're wrong. But he was all over the field last night. You want to? He's compare a dominant someone, player. Compare Shaq. At least he was seven Shaq? foot one. Okay, and three hundred. But Andre the Giant, seven foot four. 525 pounds from Grenoble, France. Imagine if he played in Vegas for the Raiders. I would love if uh, if uh, Andre the Giant, uh, he's passed, but if he were a, a pro football player, like how did that guy not become a pro football player? Or a basketball player at seven foot four. Or a basketball, oh man, under uh, under the, uh, in the paint, Jerry, he'd be dominant. Stand there and dunk. And <laughs> just shove people out of the way. That's it. Like if, like if Shaq came charging towards him, he could just shoulder block him. And Think boom. about that. Yes, and Shaq was like the biggest guy in the league at that time. I would have put on the same team, Manute Bull, super tall and super thin, versus and Andre the Giant, 
on one basketball team, and I would have taken on the league. Yeah, you wouldn't have done well, actually. Yeah. Yes, I would have. No, you would not have. Oh. Minute Ball was never very good. (laughs) I saw a video on uh, somebody, I think Super 70 Sports, who's a great Twitter follow. He he put a video out yesterday or two days ago of Manute Bull just draining threes during one game. Really? Yeah, I did not remember him as a three-point shooter. Well, there was, he was just like, whoosh, with those long arms. He did have long You know, his son, Bull Bull, now Bull he's Bull? a good player. He is. He's more a uh, well-rounded player. Yes, he is. He's not just tall. Correct. We have to take a break. Bull Bull. You uh, look up Bull Bull while we take this break. Coming up at 6 o'clock, Boomer and Gio. They're going to break down the Rams and the Bears and everything else. Something like that. And maybe the World Series. Who knows? This portion of the warm-up show, sponsored by Toro Snowblowers. For grizzly winters, you need a Toro Power Max Snowblower. It's a beast on snow. Act now. Get up to $100 off on select Toro Power Max Snowblower. See your Toro retailer now. Win winter with a Toro. Coming back on The Fan. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, You transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, Roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Alan Jerry, now offering contact-free delivery. All right, 525, warm-up show until 6 o'clock. Alan Jerry with you until then. Real quick, I'm sure you saw this at some point, Al, the whole, because you brought up Stephen Jones, the whole Mike Nolan thing with the Tabasco sauce yesterday. With the um, So he's having that Zoom conference, and, of course, he had Tabasco sauce on his finger. He rubs his eye, and he, he couldn't see, and he had to stop the Zoom conference. I'm sure you saw some of that yesterday. Was he eating during the conference, or would he was he eating previously and then jumped on the Zoom conference I, without having wiped his fingers of Tabasco I sauce? I believe it's that. I don't know the answer to that. I do not believe he yeah. was eating during the— That would have been. I don't think that was the case, but— yeah. That having been said, and, you know, listen, this is not exactly unpredictable, but some of the responses on Twitter are funny. All I right. I did like, um, so, you know, most of the Cowboy reporters, this is uh, like Calvin Watkins tweeted, conference call with Mike Nolan has been halted because he got Tabasco sauce in his eye. Uh, so then you get the responses. That's the same pain Cowboys are feeling watching his defense play every week. All right. Another guy writes, please do me next. Is any Cowboy fan forced to watch that crap? <laughs> Um, let's see that above. That's stupid. I would rather wipe my eye with Tabasco sauce than talk about his defense. <laughs> I mean, these people are relentless. You do have to be careful though with the Tabasco sauce. I'm sure, or you any do. type of hot sauce, or any type of like if you are one of those people that eats those hot peppers. Yeah, You'd and then sweat. It, yeah, and then if you touch your eyeball, or the other thing that happens with people, and this will even happen. Got to hurt yep. too. Yeah, this happens like when when guys uh, go out to uh, watch football games and they get the super hot sauce wings, and then they you're drinking beers. They got to run into the bathroom during a commercial break oh, that of sounds football. Awful. And then if you got to be careful what you touch because 
What was that yeah. noise? <laughs> <laughs> now, is this, has this been experienced by you? It has not been experienced by me because I've 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 heard of stories for years, so I'm super careful with that stuff. But what? But how come though? You have that commercial for Frank's. So they put that bleep on everything. Yeah. I mean, clearly not everything because not you everything. can burn yourself. Yeah. Like if you get hot sauce in in any opening, your nose, your eyeballs, probably your ears. Right. Not good. No, I would not think it's good at all. Are you a big hot hot sauce, hot food, not. spicy food kind um, of guy? I like, you know, I like a little bit of flavor. I don't like hot, though. Yeah. That, to me, it's like my uncle loves it. You can give him chili peppers, and he's good. I No thanks. I'm out. Yeah, or like those really hot peppers that people put on their sandwiches. That like, seems nuts. Like, have you seen the TV show about the it's the pepper eating contest? Have you seen that? This is a show? I've not seen it. It is. What the hell's the name of it? Mm. Jackass? No, 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 no. It's a game show. Uh, pepper eating. That <laughs> sounds ridiculous how I'm describing it, but that's what it is. We did it's this called... on Ron and Fez show one night where uh, many years ago on WNEW, we, the producers were all, we had to eat different levels of uh, peppers until, you know, they got hotter each round until you quit. That I was could the first one out. Yeah, I would be too. I'm trying to think of that. I, I can't let's see. The new no, 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 that, that's not it. What the hell is the name? It's a of this TV thing? show where you're eating hot peppers. This sounds it terrific. Is. They even had celebrities on it, don't they? Oh, it? I'm gonna I'm gonna Google hot pepper eating show. Hot ones. There it is. All right, hot ones. Yes, the game show combining trivia with s- the spiciest peppers. <laughs> no thanks. I'd love man. to have been a pitch in the pitch meeting. What about this trivia? But when you get something wrong, you got to eat a spicy pepper. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. And there I've seen clips where the people are like sweating profusely. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, oh no, no thanks. It what reminds your stomach's me stomach's gonna feel like for weeks and weeks and weeks. Right. And then when you go to the bathroom, that'll be a burn also. Is that true? Oh yeah. Well, why do we do this to ourselves? I don't know. I don't know why people eat hot stuff. It does it sounds more like a jackass stunt. Yeah, well, I'm Johnny Knoxville. This is Tabasco sauce in the eye, Mike th- Nolan style. This was really TV. This wasn't uh, Jackass. That was a TV show. All right, yeah. No, I did not. I I think I would have watched that a hot pepper eating trivia contest. Well, why not? There was nothing else going on during the pandemic. Right. This was perfect. It was on that like was earlier this spring. Uh, Robert Mullen checking in on Twitter. Jerry, a fun fact: the possum is a member of the marsupial family, a cousin of the raccoon. Oh, okay. kangaroo! Can- a cousin of the kangaroo. He he the he got that incorrect. The possum is a cousin of the kangaroo. Yeah, that'd be great that? if they could jump. Uh, Doctor Papa Giorgio checking in. Also, Jerry, uh, the uh, the new Raider Stadium field also rolls outside for sunlight. Yes, I did see that. So how about that? How about that? So there's two of them now. Uh, one more. Brian J on Twitter said he just put the trash out. Saw a skunk. Skunk is number one animal you fear at night. I disagree. Me too. I I'm not. I don't like it. It's on the list. I don't think it's number one. Right. The it's not going to attack you. One. No. The it's going to spray you if you scare it. I got to tell you, too, we have these new cameras around the house. And nice. so, you know how they record all night. And, you know, yes. anytime that there's motion, it picks it up. The amount of deer that have come up to our front door <laughs> at 2.30 in the morning is remarkable. Let let us in. It's Well, they're not knocking on the door, but they're right there. They're not porch pirates looking for some, uh, like, deliveries, are they? No. And with what's gone on in my, in my life the last six months, there's been a lot of deliveries. They could have taken a lot of, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yes. So they do, and they walk up and put their face right in the camera? 
there they will literally get to the stoop and they look mm-hmm. around. Then there are times they just there's like six of them just slowly walking down our the walkway. It is really wild. Where do they live near you? Because you're you're not in a wooded area. No, but there are there are a lot more trees around where I am than than you can even think of. Hmm. So especially so if you go in there. Yeah. If you go, when you come out of our development to the right, there is actually a lot of woodsy, there's a woodsy area. And then even the other side of our development, there's a pretty good woodsed area. Hmm. So yeah, a little more than you actually are thinking about. Yes. So more wild, space though. for deer. Jerry, in case you haven't decided who to vote for yet, maybe this will sway you. Rapper Lil Pump has come out and endorsed Lil the- Pump? Yeah, he's endorsing Donald Trump. So I don't know if you'd make any of your decisions based on a little pump. Well, 50 Cent is too, right? 50 Cent also came out. The rappers are coming out now, Jerry, and letting you know who they're voting for. They're all upset with uh, the Biden tanks plan. So that's why the rappers are joining. I did, but, That was the 50 Cent one, right? He said he doesn't yeah. want to become one cent. <laughs> I thought that was a funny line. A little pump, though, Jerry. He's only uh, 20 years old. He's also endorsing uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> How much money is Lil Pump worth? <laughs> Lil Pump, Jerry? Yeah. Uh, doesn't say. He, he comes from a troubled past, it looks like, though. I was reading his Wikipedia page. He's Lil Pump. thrown out of schools and all sorts of things. All right, so I'm going to look up his net. Don't look it up and don't he cheat. He looks like trouble. Lil Pump, if you had Lil to add, give me what his net worth uh, right now is. I don't know if what the rappers make. Years old. How much money they make anymore. I, I never heard of them. I don't know selling so. records or anything. Right, so give me a number. I'm going to say Lil Pump is uh, going to be worth $2 million. He's worth $8 million. Mm. That was as of January. Whoa. As we're Lil talking Pump. about him now, his net worth is going up. Lil Pump. Yeah. It's HBO. not Lil, it's Lil. Lil. HBO, Jerry, has announced a new sports documentary. He's another one, though, before you go on with that. Lil Pump. What is it? I'm all for the tattoo. I really yeah. am. I mean, you want to get tattoos, get them all over your body. Go ahead. I, I don't care. To each his no, own. Right? But I don't understand the face tattoos. And neck, he has a big time neck then, tattoo. Fine. You want a neck tattoo? Go for it. But this one picture, Al, he's got two on his forehead. He's got oh, tattoos yeah. under his eyes and yep. on his chin. Mm-hmm. I mean, all right. Anyway, go ahead. Where was I? I was now so thrown off by the little pumps tattoos. You see these, I, just, I do. I do He's, see them. And I'm not. I am not being funny by any stretch. Trying to be funny by any stretch. But what I'm looking at. It looks like he's trying to make his forehead look like space. It looks like the right corner. He's got a spaceship. Yes. He's got stars in between the eyebrows, and then the top left forehead. It looks like another spaceship. It's an alien head, actually, on the upper left. Is that what that is? Yeah. And then below the spaceship on the right, he's got another one right off the corner. He's got three of them right off the corner of his eye. Mm. Not a bad looking dude either. What are you doing? Good looking dude, Lil Pump. I don't understand. But all right, whatever. We got to take a break. Give me the tease oh, for what H- we're uh, new on. HBO sports documentary. That oh, looks I love interesting. these. Okay, I like that. I like hearing about uh, new documentaries coming up. All right, so we'll do that on the other side. And also, Boomerang Geo at six. This portion of the warm up show sponsored by 877-8-ABUSE. Don't go away. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. 
The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Alan Jerry now offering curbside delivery. All right, Rainbow 20 in front of six. Doll. Thanks, Al. This button didn't work. Uh, I would have thought maybe you'd sing too right now. This is Scorpions. Who's this? This is Dio. Dio? Ronnie James Dio. Mm, okay. I thought it was the Scorpions. He's passed. He's passed on. The though, Scorpions Ronnie or Dio? Dio. I'm sorry to hear that. But there was a concert in Asbury Park back when we were allowed to have concerts not all that long ago where the Ronnie James Dio, um, his, uh, what do you call that? Uh, the uh, Son? No, no, like him, but in... Hologram? Hologram form. Did really? a concert. Oh, yeah, it was packed. They packed that? They packed the place for Ronnie James Dio hologram show. I, that's kind of cool. I'm just amazed that that packs know? the place. Oh, and he, I have no doubt he belted this out. Well, the hologram did. The hologram, yeah. Right, yes. Pretty neat concept. That sounds like something you'd be at on a Friday night. Well, Saturday night, not a Friday night. You're too tired on a Friday night. Uh, too tired, yeah. Yeah, Saturday night. I would have been interested to see what a hologram concert looked like. So when another one comes around, if we're allowed to go, I will be there, Jerry. When do you think that will be? Um, do you think by next summer we're going to concerts again? Limited. limited. Still limited. Limited seating. I still think limited. I would accept that at this point. Yeah. I would. I saw, I don't know if they're ESPN, but I saw a bunch of college basketball events were canceled. Mm. I think the Jimmy V Classic was canceled. Is that right? Yeah. Now we got to get people back out there, Jerry. Let's get fans in the stands and concerts going. And well, listen, you know my take on the fans in the stands. We've talked about this. I want to bang my head to some metal music and yeah, rock it out. That's right, a little quiet Ronnie riot. James, quiet riot, Ronnie James Dio. HBO has announced a new documentary, and it's called "The Day Sports Stood Still." It's about March 2020. This March. When all the sports shut down. When they were all canceled, which was... Canceled. When I was in Indianapolis is when it yeah. started. Yeah. Now, you and I were recently in an HBO documentary and Eddie Scazzeri as well. Will we get called in to comment on this I mean, I should be. I was in Indianapolis for the Big Ten tournament yes. when, you know, fans weren't allowed in. And I was in an arena when the tournament got canceled. You know, I was on a plane when we landed. The NCAA tournament was canceled. I have very good perspective. I think I should be. And Eddie and I are working for Sports Talk Radio in New York, the largest market in the country. So we should be called in as well. I think you guys we did very well in the uh, Craig documentary on HBO. Why wouldn't they call us for this one? My guess would be is that they probably recorded it already. Oh. Yeah. Well, that seems unfair. I didn't get the call. Did you get the call? I did not. Now, in fairness, if I look up my phone, I have several calls from unknown numbers that i don't pick up so it's very possible the producers called me and i just didn't pick up and they were like you know what screw this guy he can't he can't pick up his phone we're not uh putting him in our documentary i have a 384 number that has called me 14 or 15 times you're not curious to pick it up i am not nor will i maybe that was the producers or about your warranty for a car you had 12 years ago uh no i got that that's a 648 number i got that just the other day and they do leave a number yes (laughs) a message rather we're calling you about your. They call me about my Ford Escape warranty, which I had a 2007 Ford Escape. That Al, I still get uh, years recall notices on the Hyundai Accent that I had, <laughs> or Elantra, whatever the hell it was. Yeah, that I had when we were in Astoria still. Wow. Back in yeah 2000, I'm trying to think. I was not with the show yet when I got that car. 
So probably 2005, I still get recall notices. Not only do I not have the car, not only is it 15 years ago, they found me in a new house. Yeah, that's interesting. They tracked you down. My God, I don't have the car anymore. Leave me alone. Get off my back. Jerry Cam Newton says he is not in a COVID brain fog. That's what people yeah, were he thinking. Just stinks right now. <laughs> I just stink right now. I'm not in a COVID brain fog. Yeah, I'm I, just not good at the moment. He was on. Uh, he did his radio show yesterday. I heard. So I didn't hear the whole interview, but I heard some of the sound bites. Yeah. I will say I like what I'm hearing from him. In that, you know, one of the quotes I heard him say was, "You know, at some point I need to start playing better, or you know, my spot on the bench is going to be permanent." Yeah, he's not uh, pointing any fingers. No, he acknowledges he has not played well. So we'll see how they come out this week. But he's been bad. I they mean, played this, this, Buffalo. This game Sunday, he was atrocious. Now, I mean, why you you? They just gave you the out. I would say, yeah, my brain's a little foggy from this coronavirus. Because he's an athlete, he doesn't want the out. Oh, he's a competitor. He wants to keep playing. Listen, he comes out and says, you know what? I I still have brain fog. Oh, okay, fine. Sit down this week. <laughs> That's another reason. And did you see this? I don't understand. I really don't understand this. And I can play the clips coming up during the show. So I guess Jeff Garcia does the 49ers like pre and post game TV stuff out in California. Okay. A bit of an odd guy, right? Bit of an odd guy. He's been on the show during Super Bowl week. Not a bad guy. I don't think we've ever had an issue with him. No, but a little strange. A little strange in great shape, though. Oh, he's ripped. Right. And so... He did, He's doing this post game, and he starts ripping Cam for the way he dresses after games. And his premise is: if you're winning, dress however you want. But when you're losing, what like you're making, you're making yourself a story. And I'm thinking, no, no, you just made him a story mm-hmm. by talking. Cam Newton has dressed the way he wants to dress after games, whether he wins, loses, ties, it doesn't matter. And I feel like we're well beyond even discussing that anymore. Right. By him making a big deal about it, just made a big deal about it. Yeah, this Jeff Garcia is a little, slightly off. A little, yeah, agreed. So, I don't know. I I, I, I thought it was interesting. I'll play the audio, and then Cam had to respond to it yesterday on the radio interview, too. On his WEEI radio spot in Boston? Yes, he did. So Did he, did he call out Jeff Garcia? Call him a punk? Uh, I don't believe he did. And while Jeff Garcia was a good quarterback in this league, I'm pretty sure he was never a a league MVP, was he? He was not. I don't think so. He did have a couple of really good years. I just said he was a really good quarterback. But he was not Cam Newton at his height. Right. He was not. Jerry, some good news to share. I know we normally delve into bad news and troublemakers. No, 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 not me and you. That's not true. But uh, the Washington football team shared video yesterday Which as, Ron, awesome. as Ron Rivera received his final cancer treatment. Which is great, and I hope that that is it forever for him. Yeah. One uh, of the good guys, Jerry, this Ron is. Rivera. He's one of those guys that, and I've said this to you before, I sit there and say, how the hell is he a pro football coach? Because I think of all the you know the, the crazy maniacs that have come through, whether in college football or pro football, and you sit there and say, he seems too nice right. to be a good NFL head coach. And he is. And he's had some some things go down in his life. The cancer, his house burned down in 2015. Yep, we discussed that the other day, yeah. Unbelievable, right? Yep, I'm, I'm very happy for him and his family. And like I said, I just hope it stays away now. Let's send a good for you, Ron Rivera. Hey, Ron Rivera. His, hey, Ron good Rivera. For you. Hey, good for you. <laughs> That's exactly right.
That now keep good winning job. football games. Yeah. That is it. <laughs> Did you see Jeff Wilpon, I guess, said his goodbyes? Yeah, so explain to, to me why Mets this is a big Stein. story. Like, we I know guess, he's gone. All right, but that's fine. Why do we care? I guess because this makes it more like that they've acknowledged that they're not going to be part of it anymore. Well, I think they've acknowledged it by selling it and getting a boatload of cash. <laughs> you suck. Was- Get out. <laughs> And they are. And they're leaving. <laughs> they said their goodbyes, Jerry. A tearful. Like, what do you, all right, what do you do with this now? So, what do you mean? All right, Al, you're the talk show. We're going to 10 okay. o'clock. All right, we're coming out. Hey, Al, let's do the Jeff Wilpon story coming out. All right. right. All right. You just said uh, Jerry, Jeff Wilpon uh, says goodbye to his employees. Yes. Now what? We're going to go over Jerry all the does, failures? Yeah. Jerry, does this mean that uh, they're officially Why are we doing fake voice? Goodb- oh, do they? Does this mean that they're officially saying their goodbyes? They're acknowledging they're not? Because there's always some idea that they're going to meddle a little bit in the new ownership. How? Meddling. Stick around. Hey, they're going to have around. 5% ownership, which is about the same amount of ownership Steve Cohen has had. Have we ever 5%? heard Steve Cohen say a word? No. You but know these the Yankees, guys have worked there a long time. You know the Yankees have um, several minority investors and owners, right? Yeah. Have you ever heard of them? No. Okay. That is what the Wilpons will now be. Silent. We are never going to hear from them again in that regard. Now, if Jeff Wilpon is walking down the street and someone from News 12 sees him, yeah, I would stop him and try and get his thoughts and put him on camera. But in terms of the team... All he can do is give his opinion like a fan at this point. Right. What he says has no no meaning, no nothing. It's just a former owner thinking about the new team. So when TMZ catches up with him after he gets out of a dinner will. somewhere. Jeff, what do you think of the Mets? Jeff, were you really a failure as an owner? What happened with that, with that Madoff guy? Because that's a question it, TMZ will ask. Jeff, how'd it go in there? How'd it go in there? <laughs> how'd, it go, how'd it go in there? <laughs> I'd like to see Stuttering John get a hold of him. Uh, uh. Jeff, you ever fart in the catcher's face? Uh, uh. Did you ever hear that Stuttering John one, Jerry? No. Where he asked, uh, which Yankee great? It was like... Uh, uh, Rick Ted Cerrone. Williams. No, he asked Ted Williams. Have you ever farted in the catcher's face? He has Ted Williams. Yeah, Ted Williams. When was this? Legendary. He has like the 90s. Ted Williams was in a wheelchair in the 90s. I don't know. He actually was a uh, pretty good shape back then. Let me see. What was Ted he? Williams. Because when was the oh, all-star uh, game at Fenway? It's a good thing, a good thing I have this were... computer up. Let's see. He, wow. He, uh, well, he passed away yeah, in 2002. You know I guess it could have been the 90s. Well, early see. 90s, maybe? Let me do Stuttering John. It's a good thing I have this computer near me, Jerry. Stuttering John, Ted Williams comes up. Uh, well, oh yeah, no, he was uh, he was walking around. And in fact, he was in in such good shape, Jerry. He looks like he could have punched Stuttering John right in the face. So this was what, like ninety one, ninety two. Yeah, must have been right around there. Because ninety nine, I'm looking, was the All Star game I'm Ooh. talking about where they had to wheel him out. Yeah. Um. So let's see, Stuttering Stuttering John. Yeah, you're right. Comes right up. How about that? Yeah. Oh, he wanted to punch him right in the mouth, and he could have. Ted Williams, one of those tough guys. Like even yes. probably in his later years. In a wheelchair, still could beat people up if he so had to. Not when, that he when, would. We, when would you say this was exactly? It was probably the the early 90s, like 1990 legitimately, 90, 91, 89, somewhere in there. Wow. That takes Stuttering John used to, he got a, used to, he asked to, to Tommy Lasorda this, I think, a very similar thing. <laughs> <But> Tommy Lasorda. <laughs> 
Oh, <laughs> uh, and Tommy Lasorda's famous rant is with who? Uh, I don't remember. G does the impersonation of him all the time. Oh, Paul uh, the Olden. Guy, Paul Olden, right? That yeah. was Paul Olden that asked that question in L.A. A- about Dave. What do you think about Dave Kingman's performance? <laughs> Dave Kingman's performance. <laughs> That was tremendous. <laughs> Pretty funny. That's a great one. The great, or I love like the uh, the sports uh, things like that, like that Dave Kingman performance, the uh, Earl Weaver taking questions sure. on the coach's show. How about the, right, yes. Was it? And the woman asked him about uh, tomatoes or something, tomatoes in his garden. He goes off on her. Now, and then the, who was the guy in Chicago? Remember with the F-bombs left and right? Lee mm, Ilya. Who is it? Lee Ilya. Yes, that one. <laughs> remember, and remember, if you remember, a few years ago, I tried to bleep that out and play it, and it took me an hour and a half yeah. because of the. We played it. It was nothing like beep beep beep. It was brutal. Yeah, it was pretty funny though. There's been a lot of good ones, and then the other guy in Kansas City, I'm blanking out on his name, um, McCray. Right? Didn't Kyle he have McCray. that one where he was throwing the phone off the desk at people? Yes. Oh he, yeah, he cleared his he cleared his yes. office desk. Some of these guys, Lou Pinellas had some good ones, so. Yeah, a little tempers. We got. I think the the Tommy Lasorda one is the best. Yes, I would the agree. Dave Kingman's Dave Kingman's performance. He had three home runs. <laughs> what do you think? I think about his performance. <laughs> what do I think of it? <laughs> the only thing that was missing was you idiot. <laughs> uh, we got to take a break. Coming up on six o'clock in about six or seven minutes. Boomer and Geo. Then, but we still have some stuff to get to. Uh, here on the warm-up show with our remaining time. This portion has been sponsored by Ray Katina Mercedes-Benz. Time now for a Radio.com Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence on Beckham. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, a couple more minutes. We have uh, Game 6 of the World Series tonight. Last night, the Rams beat the Bears. What else, Al? Jerry will not have Odell Beckham Jr. to kick around the rest of the year. Yeah, that came down He's around uh, 10.30 yesterday morning that he was done for the year with the ACL, which I think we all thought was the case, but uh, confirmed yesterday morning. Yeah, done. Torn and you think ACL, about, yeah. I was reading or I was watching uh, one story that said, in reality, we may not see him now till the 2022 season. What? Because of the say length what? of time and the nature of the rehab, yeah. it's possible that we won't see him until either the end of next season or for the start of the 22 season. Wow. Now, I'm not saying he won't play next year. I'm just saying this was one reporter's theory that if he's smart, don't play next year and come back at full strength in 2022. Hmm. When the coronavirus will be gone. You would think so. 2022. But I also didn't think we'd be in the position we're in right now in uh, October, True. approaching November. So who the hell? Good knows? point, Jerry. Good point. Yeah. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Good point, Boomer. Great point, Boomer. Baker Mayfield. New York sports oh. comes to life on the fan.